Welcome to Awakening. I'm your host, Dr. Jenny. And on today's episode, I spent quite a bit of time talking about my transpersonal psychology practice and talking to you about my new focus that's come out of the pandemic and largely also talking about the differences between using your health insurance benefits versus hiring me as a coach or what to consider when you're trying to decide if traditional therapy is the best route to go in versus seeing a coach. And the trend that I am uh, sensing from everyone is that everyone is looking for a more holistic um, form of psychotherapy. And I think that's wonderful. I think that might be where the trend is going. However, in this field, in the field of psychotherapy, we've been holistic for probably since the beginning of time. We are the branch of the self-help and healing practices that we're always interested in our own internal wisdom, interested in how our body worked, and then how the mind was connected to that. So the requests to do something more holistic or to get out of a traditional cognitive behavioral therapy Uh, paradigm is really asking the field of psychology to go back to its origins and back to its roots. And if we do that, then we are inviting you onto an epic, epic journey deep into your subconscious. And many of you are not necessarily prepared or ready to go there. So in the United States, part of the problem is not necessarily whether or not your health insurance plan has holistic professionals in it. It's the mindset that goes with the only way I can get help and pay for services is through my health insurance. Rather than understanding that everything is a journey, that you do and will meet many, many different professionals, and that when you are starting to get bored with traditional therapy that you've been seeing the same person on your health insurance plan for quite some time, that is a sign that you are out of alignment. And so this episode dives deep into my viewpoints about the reason why we need both services while you should have access to who you want to work to on your health insurance plan and why it's not realistic to do the kind of work that most of us need to do, especially if there's trauma in that modality for a long period of time. So enter coaching and deep level transformational processes with other healing professionals, including yoga, meditation, intuitives, Ayurvedic professionals, everyone else that's not considered traditional mental health. So I hope my I hope this episode really begins to help you understand that just because a service is provided on your health insurance plan doesn't mean that that's what you need. Further, I hope it also educates you to understand that many health insurance plans have been updating service offerings and probably need some feedback from you about whether or not things are working because many health insurance plans have access to coaching, have access to uh, now wellness coaches, have free access to preventative care, including nutrition services. And what I hear from my clients is that very few people are actually accessing these services. So we are reaching a time for the first time ever, how exciting, where there are so many options, 
we've taken away in many cases the the cost. And so now we're entering the time of if it's not really the cost that's the problem, what is the real emotion that's blocking you? And from a transpersonal perspective, we are experts in dealing in the realm of fear. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it's educational for you. And I hope it begins to raise some questions about what it is that you would like the medical and psychology services to look like in the future. Enjoy. everyone. Welcome to Awakening with Dr. Jenny. I'm your host, Dr. Jenny. And in today's episode, I'm going to take a little bit of a break from talking about relationship stuff or healing stuff or fitness and health stuff and talk a little bit about some practical strategies for using your health insurance. So we're in January. It's a new year, 2023. Yes, hopefully it is going to be a much, much, much easier year for many people. It is also the time where many of your health insurance plans reset themselves. And one of the things that drives the mental health community of providers crazy and and causes many of us not to take your health insurance plans is understanding that or kind of just the understanding of how the plan works so what we've done in the united states specifically and probably in, in other countries that subsidize their health care is that we have not educated you on taking full control and ownership over what your privileges are with regard to each plan So most of you just assume that when you submit your health insurance information to me or to another provider, that we are the end-all and be-all experts on your health insurance plan. And what I have found is that almost none of my clients know how to actually download the app that goes along with their health insurance plan and does not know how to actually go and view what your behavioral health plan is. And it can be overwhelming and confusing and certainly many of these companies do not make it easy trying to explain this to you but I have been pleasantly surprised on my own plan about some of the changes that um, they've been trying to make and some of the other services I did not know existed as a benefit of my health insurance plan so in order for you to stop driving your mental health providers crazy or to stop the complaining that some of the top, top, top professionals don't take health insurance, it is time to empower yourself and to rise up and to learn and educate yourself on what your plan actually is and then how you can advocate yourself when you're looking for therapy service. And finally, at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the difference between therapy and coaching and why talk therapy is likely not enough if you are on a significant healing journey. So step one, understand that your health insurance plan probably has an app or a desktop web portal that you can sign into. 
If you've never signed into your health insurance plan, you're probably going to have to register and you might need your health insurance card and information to get into the system. Once you get into the system and you look at what your health insurance is providing, you're going to scroll and try to find your behavioral health benefits. And if this is the first time that you're going into your health insurance portal, you might be surprised that they also have a tab called wellness. Most people do not know that you have access to some preventative services on some health insurance plans. And yes, I am fully aware that most health insurance plans are not all created equal, but I do know the majority, if not all of my clients who attempt to use health insurance actually do not know what it is that they have access to. So I can just talk about my plan a little bit and tell you about what pleasant surprises came in the past couple of years when I logged into my plan to figure out how I was going to use my health insurance benefits every year. So I was not necessarily looking for a mental health provider. I have been on a very, very long personal journey and I have done therapy in the past. What I would like to let you know is that the way that I chose those therapists in the past had to do with a referral from a colleague or a highly respected friend. All of my therapists in the past um, were out of pocket providers and that they weren't masters and experts in their field. So even when I did not have a super abundant amount of money, I always found a way to pay for the right person to do the work that I needed to do the work on. And I feel like that is really one of the reasons why I have succeeded and gotten to where I have 15 years into the healing journey is that I always chose quality and paid for the time, the expertise, and the wisdom of this person who went before me. And I know that that is not something that is easy to do, but I'm going, but the world is changing now and this is becoming easier. So none of those providers um, took health insurance directly, but they all did offer to provide a statement of a receipt or what we call in the field a super bill so that I could submit it to my health insurance company on my own and use it to work towards the deductible. The number one reason why many of my clients end up not doing any therapy at all has to do with the fact that they have a deductible and they don't want to spend the money. So for instance, I have a client this week whose plan just started over in January and now has a $4,000 medical deductible to meet before her health insurance benefits kick in. And her first instinct is to say no, I can't afford it. And it is that mindset of not being able to figure out how to make it happen that is keeping people stuck. So yes, we are going through a recession and yes, inflation's high and yes, we have to figure out how to make things happen. But there are ways to make it happen if you are truly committed to your personal development journey. So number one, when you go into your health insurance portal, you need to know what your deductible is for your behavioral health plan. 
That way you can begin to calculate how many sessions you might need to pay out of pocket before your plan kicks in. Remember that when you are paying for your out-of-pocket sessions, this is not counting towards the number of sessions that your health insurance plan is covering. So that is something that you need to sit down with with a calculator and start when you find a provider that you're really interested in working in, you need to start to shift your mindset to, I know that this person is someone I can learn and grow with. I need to figure out how to make this happen rather than fall into the poverty mindset of, I can't afford this. That poverty mindset is something that needs to be purged out of every single American in the United States, simply for energetic reasons. We are supposed to be the grown-ups of the world. The Earth's root chakra, the foundation of safety and stability, is actually located in the United States. If we cannot figure out how to fix our financial situation, how to make discerning decisions so that we can be more financially savvy, we are going to have a continued messed up world. And I'm not saying that none of this is easy or that I'm being Pollyanna-ish or whatever it is that you like to call me. But when I've been on my healing journey and I set my mind to either finding a particular person or that I knew I needed something or someone to help me, it eventually showed up. Even when I did not believe that it was going to, it has always shown up because I've always been a thousand and ten percent committed to my personal developing and figuring this shit out. I've always been motivated to want to learn and to grow and to just to stop the pain and the suffering and to kind of move forward. So when I was going through yet another dark night of the soul and I logged into my health insurance portal, my body wasn't feeling so good. And I went into the wellness tab of my health insurance portal and I realized that I have preventive services. I found out that my nutrition consultations with the highly trained professional were actually going to be free. I found out that my acupuncture appointments, while not completely covered in full, were partially covered. I found out that my health insurance had contracted with a a coaching company that allows text messaging with a coach in various situations. And if you have an emergency, you just need to talk to anyone and you don't care who it is. It's basically covered on my health insurance plan. I found out that the gym that I was going to, I was paying three times more out of pocket, but that my health insurance plan had a negotiation policy where the cost of going to that gym was now significantly less because they had contracted through um, some other services that allowed for gym memberships to be partially subsidized by my health insurance plan. So I'm going to ask you, how much of this is worth it to you to do a little bit of research to find out what it is that you actually have access to? Because it is a toxic, toxic mindset and related to probably our ancestors' history of poverty, 
that plagues many Amer Americans that is causing a massive interference and in understanding with how to use your money and your resources. And I say this with a lot of energy that if you are privileged enough to have health insurance in the United States, you are being gifted, gifted the opportunity to start your healing journey. This is a gift that people all over the world wish that they had. And we can sit and complain about our health insurance plans and they probably aren't good enough and the system still needs to change. But most people, and I would love the feedback if you actually have the data on this, but most people are not using their benefits at all. Right, so if you are someone who is just starting the journey, please, please, before reaching out to a mental health provider, educate yourself on what your plan is understand what the behavioral health portion of your plan is, learn what your deductible is, and, and bring a calculator to the initial phone call with your, with your preferred mental health provider and begin to think about, okay, how can I make this work? I know I have to pay out of pocket. What is this provider's fees? And if you know that the person you're speaking to is the right person, to help you on this journey, or that you feel energetically, they have shown up in your life for a reason, then ask them if they would be willing to work with you on an out-of-pocket fee that feels comfortable to both of you, and see if you can make it work. You might be hugely surprised, especially with new mental health providers, coming out of school who are fantastic, by the way, how willing they are to work with clients who really want to make a difference in their own lives, their family's lives, and the lives in the community. Doing your work is a gift to everyone around you. And so if you're at the beginning part of this journey and talk therapy is where you need to start, you need to walk into it with the right level of education and understand that you are not a victim. I have worked with clients that truly, truly are a victim of the system. They are not the ones that have access to a health insurance plan. And while I no longer work in the system, I have spent many, 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 many years working in New York City, working in the South Bronx, working in post-Katrina New Orleans, working in Oakland, California, working in places where people didn't have access to anything. And yet the thing that I will always, always remember is if those people and those parents wanted something for their kids, they had no problems asserting themselves and asking. And because they asked, nine out of 10 times they received. The poverty consciousness issues that are plaguing the United States right now is a way for us to heal our ancestral trauma. Most of us, if not all of us, 
but most of us, unless you have Native American blood, are immigrants. It may be many, many hundreds of years ago. <laughs> it may go back to the Mayflower days like it does on one side of my family. We're still in immigrants to this land. That means that the trauma and the work that needs to be done goes back to Europe and other lands that have been around a hell of a lot longer, excuse my language, than the United States. This week alone, I had clients who are falling apart from a spiritual perspective whose ancestry comes from Ireland. It was not that long ago that we had the potato famine, if you remember your US history, sixth grade education. The level of fear, the level of starvation, the level of worry that you're going to survive is being replayed out in many people's healing journeys right now. In my healing journey, on my mother's side of the family, I had something very, very similar. I also had some very, very toxic things to work through because people, when you have to survive, you do some shady things. And it could be five generations ago, but these shady things have to be worked through on a healing journey. So if you are showing up and sending consultation requests without much information to providers because you don't know what's going on. I understand it's confusing to start the journey and you're not sure where you're going, but understand you are being prompted to start the journey by speaking to someone who has personally walked it, professionally walked it, and then dedicated their life to helping others. The very least that you can do for the majority of you is show up with a little education and knowledge of your own health insurance plan. For those that are truly depressed or truly suffering with major, major, major mental health difficulties, the providers will understand that you can't organize yourself to go into your health insurance portal but they're probably someone in your family or someone else, an advocate or someone else that can help you. We're talking about an outpatient setting, not talking about what happens inside an institutional setting. And if you're listening to this and you've been following me for a while and you think you might be one of my clients, I know you have the intelligence, the wherewithal, and the deep intuitive knowledge to understand how to techno technologically get in to your portal for your health insurance plan to learn these basics. Okay, give it a try. A mental health provider is much more likely to work with you if you start a phone call or an email saying, I know that these are what my benefits are I know I'm going to have to pay out of pocket for a certain number of sessions. Would you be willing to speak with me and negotiate an out-of-session fee? When you show up with that level of adulting and responsibility and ownership, you are going to be able to work out a process with your preferred mental health provider that feels good to both of you, and the work is going to be beautiful. 
moving on. After you have taken ownership and responsibility for understanding your health insurance plan and gotten over some of the overwhelm of doing that, which is probably a good stepping stone if financial trauma, which is plaguing basically everyone right now, if financial trauma is something you're healing with, you start with your health insurance plan understanding and that system. Then you need to sit and really begin to think about and educate yourself on what the heck is therapy and is therapy even what it is you're actually looking for. So in my practice, I hold space for about 15 client hours a week. Sometimes I see a client once, sometimes I see a client twice. These are client hours for specifically for people who need to use their health insurance or having, you know, um, going through the financial healing process and so finances um, have been affected and we are definitely working on healing relational trauma financial trauma or spiritual trauma these people who are showing up are my clients who have been on a healing journey for quite some time most of them have tried traditional therapy. When I say traditional therapy, I usually mean cognitive behavioral therapy or um, some kind of protocol that was very cognitive, cognitive and mind-focused. And most of my clients, due to your level of intelligence, due to your ability to want to learn and to grow, Due to your ambition that you want to succeed, you usually fairly quickly outgrow these modalities. So I think in general, if for a traditional, very typical CBT, if you are a slightly higher functioning client with an education, this doesn't feel like enough for you. And I think that, you know, the system really needs to be real about that. That when you are a smart, ambitious person, there's nothing wrong with that and you don't need to dumb yourself down. A lot of the protocols and things like that that we've come up with in the therapy world are designed for the majority of people which are average, right? So if you are actually higher functioning and, you're health, and you have good health insurance, you're working in a company, you're level of intelligence is probably a little bit higher than average. You learn more quickly. You might have been very successful at different points in your life doing different things. You might be an entrepreneur. You might actually have already achieved a great deal of career success, but there's other areas of your life that you need to work on now and you need support. There is nothing to be ashamed about if you feel like you have outgrown traditional therapy services. What the problem is, is that those of us who have been in the field who operate in other aspects of psychology that might have more of a spiritual component to it, is that even in our own field, we have been ostracized or kind of put over to the side. And it's us, these people who operate outside of what is conventional or medical psychology, um, we tend to have gotten there because we've had our own experiences, we've had our own spiritual experiences, and we know that there's something more than just documenting your behavior and talking back 
to your mindset. Like that's the beginning. But it's not the totality of what talk therapy is supposed to be about. And if you want to know a little bit of a real story about why this happens in psychology, we can just go back to John Bowlby. John Bowlby is the father of attachment theory, which has been so popular in the past two decades. It's a theory about the kind of the bonding between parent and child. And John Bowlby came up with his theories after World War II when parents orphaned their kids because they died in a war. So we had all these orphaned babies and young children in orphanages and hospital settings. And these kids were falling into depression. They were falling into mental health crises. They were grieving. These were young, young, young kids. And up until this point, and this is the 1950s, up until this point, we didn't think kids had the capacity to grieve at such a young age. And it was John Bowlby who said to basically the traditional medical psychology establishment at that time and said, wait a second. You keep diagnosing things as if it's just inside these children, and yet I can see that the loss of their parents and their outside circumstances is having a far larger impact on their mental health, their personality development, and their overall wellness. Something's not right. We are not getting this right. And because he went on and did his research and the field of child psychology was born, he was actually kicked out. His own peers kicked him out of the community because they thought that his theories were too radical and that the idea of relationships was too ridiculous. And so they basically ostracized him. So I want you to kind of think through, okay, if our health insurance plans are really only allowing people with certain credentials on a panel or making it difficult to provide other kinds of services for everyone, this is something that has to be purged out of psychiatry and psychology in general. So it makes sense that you don't have the full education or the knowledge to navigate how to find the right provider. So part of this you know, podcast is also to encourage you, if it doesn't feel right, if your options still don't resonate, do not force yourself to try to use your health insurance plan just because it saves you some money. Continue to look and try to find the right person. Working in the right relationship with the right provider is going to save you time in the long run. And when you save time, you're also going to save money. I have had this conversation over and over and over again with my clients on this very topic. Something will shift and either they move and their health insurance plan is no longer viable, et cetera, et cetera. And their first inkling is, well, I'll just find another provider on my health insurance plan. And that is a very logical decision. And in the end, that may be what you need to do. But if that is your gut reaction to prioritize the money over the relationship with the right provider, someone that you've been seeing for two years, rather than trying to figure out 
and say to yourself, no, this relationship is healing and I will find the way to pay this person so I can benefit from their wisdom, so I can benefit from their energy and I can continue to grow. That's more important than making sure that I save money. If you cannot shift your mindset to understanding how powerful it is to choose the right provider and the right relationship over making sure they're on your health insurance plan, then you're probably not ready to go to the next level of healing. And I know that this is going to cause a whole bunch of drama, a whole bunch of BS, because people are definitely hurting financially. And I have been there and there's, you know, it's not easy and I get it. And in my own family, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I've made referrals for other family members who don't have a lot of money. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If money is really the issue, you can go to a training clinic attached to a university and get a phenomenal student therapist. And they will charge you $5 a session. There is always someone to help. But the reason why people don't go is the bullshit mindset that they can't afford it. One of the biggest secrets of the universe that you go through when you have gone through the financial healing phase of your healing journey is the learning of how much bullshit that mindset is and how much it's been passed down through the generations and how much that is related to our ancestral trauma. If you're listening to this and you're still with me, you can throw that mindset out the window. Because if it truly is about money and you can't afford your copay, even if you did have insurance and you can't afford the deductible, then you find the right mental health provider or you find the clinic and say, you know what, I'm healing my finances. Do you have a referral of a student clinic in my area or in the state since we can all do virtual now? Ask for the student clinics. Ask for the training clinics. They are more than happy to help you. And those sessions will be inexpensive. But also bear in mind that the majority of people who don't think that they can afford therapy are also not prioritizing it. So, and this goes across all the healing modalities. You say therapy is too expensive even if you have health insurance. Then you complain that the health insurance, the mental health provider is not on the health insurance plan, so you can't go. It's bullshit. You can go. There's a call to student clinic somewhere. Or clinics of, uh, attached to universities who would slide their fee. There are plenty of places to go. The other healing modalities, such as hands-on healing, Reiki, yoga, acupuncture, etc., etc., are run by spiritual practitioners who, if you are 110% dedicated to doing your work, they will find a way to work with you if it's the right fit. If you ask, you shall receive the mindset that you cannot afford it is something that needs to be healed. You may not be able to afford something right now, but if you find the right person, you know what it is, it will happen. But the difference between yoga 
and some of the other healing modalities is we do have health insurance for therapy. So I, I think I'm bringing this topic up because it is a pet peeve of mine. Um, as you know, a businesswoman and someone who is trying to provide services to others and keeps a portion of my practice um, open to help people truly in need, who truly need high-level trauma work under the supervision and the license of it as someone who's highly trained, um, that the idea that we <laughs> that we don't have enough providers or that the health insurance sucks or like whatever excuses we make are simply just just excuses to not do the work. I cannot tell you how generous psychologists have been to me and some of the other people that I know through the years. We are always willing to work with clients who really want to work. So if you're gonna come and submit a consultation request without much information and then act entitled about how we are supposed to provide you service, I want you to think back to the research of John Bowlby that started in the 1950s and question yourself about whether or not you understand relationships. The healing that happens in therapy is because of the relationship between you and the provider. End of story, that's what the research has been shown for decades. It's all about the relationship. There are other modalities where if you need to learn a specific skill or a specific tool that makes more sense and that is short-term work. But if you are looking for someone to really support you in a supportive psychotherapy framework, then you need to choose the relationship and make the money happen. And there are plenty of ways to do that. Finally, there is a difference between psychotherapy and coaching. And it's confusing because those of us who have a license have the skill set to do both. And sometimes we do mix modalities and the field has gotten very eclectic. So now people have gotten used to on your health insurance plan, getting high super high level transformational coaching, which is a great gift if a provider is just starting out or if that's how they want to run their practice, you're, you're receiving a lot. But the reason why most mental health providers who end up being masters in their field, the reasons why they shift to coaching is because the time spent for your transformation is far more valuable than the money that gets reimbursed on from your health insurance company. It comes down to the need for someone with a unique skill set to be paid what it is that they are worth. Your health insurance is here to provide treatments for a diagnosable medical condition. And that can be anxiety. For many of you, it might be post-traumatic stress disorder or some other trauma-related diagnosis. Coaching is about transforming your life. 
and getting you on your life path and moving forward and dealing with your business, dealing with your career, dealing with the other aspects of life that require the action. So in this way, coaching is more of the masculine energy. Psychotherapy is about receiving wisdom and working in a relationship. That's the feminine energy. So ideally, at the end of the day, when you're thinking about all the things that you need to do with regard to healing, you probably are going to, at some point on the journey, end up with a therapist who is really good at the nurturing and the feminine energy and providing you the emotional support that you need and some kind of coach and some aspect of your life who's going to provide you the structure, the logic, and the systems, the masculine energy to get you from point A to point B in whatever aspect of your life that you're focused on. It is inappropriate to think that most therapists can or should provide both to you. I'm going to say that again. It is inappropriate and unrealistic to think that a therapist can provide both the nurturing and emotional support and the masculine energy of the get get your shit together. Let's like make shit happen kind of transformational process. Most people I know who have gone through an intensive healing journey through at different times on their journey have worked with many, 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 many different professionals is how the teaching and the learning takes place. One person cannot help you with everything. Just like the mental health community is trying to teach you, your friends can't be your therapist and your partner shouldn't be your therapist. That you need to seek out the relationships with professionals who can help guide, support, and nurture you. Just like we are learning that, we also need to learn it takes more than one teacher or one person to heal the mind, the body, and the soul over a long period of time. You're going to have lots of teachers. When you get to the spiritual healing component, which is a whole other topic, you may end up with one teacher. That might be what your life path is. But for the most of us, we're here to learn and to grow and to experience different relationships with different professionals at this point in time. So no, your therapist can't and should not be providing you with everything. And you should be looking in the mirror about your levels of ambition to move forward and to learn. And when I say ambition, I don't necessarily mean go, 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 go energy. Right now, ambition is the desire to want to learn as much as humanly possible about what is going on in your mind, body, and soul. And the learning may be actually learning to do less and learning to relax the body and learning to deal with your nervous system and actually learn how to slow down. That might be what ambition is today, but it's not in, not in the doing nothing. It's in the desire to learn that's ambitious and the desire to be open that's ambitious. So many of us are not capable of doing that. And it's actually a lot harder than it sounds. 
So while your therapist may be someone who helps remove the blocks that are coming from your past childhood traumas, your coach may be the one who helps you figure out, okay, if intellectually you understand you need to go to your yoga class, why the F are you not going to your yoga class? That's the work of the coach. Your therapist needs the time to say, hmm, okay, that sounds a lot like re-experiencing of your relationship between you and your mother when you were seven. Do you remember what happened at age seven when you wanted to go do X, Y, and Z and you were told you couldn't? Are you starting to see the difference now? Therapy is going to be much more about emotionally processing. Therapy might be the place where you also, with higher level therapists or, or psychiatrists, able to do some past life regression work or some other spiritual based work. But at the end of the day, it's the place for digging deep. The coaching side of things is the, I'm helping you provide the structure, it's time to get things done. So as you begin to think and to explore what interventions you might need, you have to trust yourself. At this point in time, many of us actually need to get off the spiritual healing portion of our journey and come back down into grounded reality where the masculine energy returns. But the integration process of all the work that you've done over the past few years is difficult. And so, yeah, some of you might need feel the need for more emotional support. That's a good reason to go to therapy. Some of you might actually need more physical support. You might need to start working with the body, which is where yoga becomes incredibly important and other body-based modalities. I talk about yoga because that's what I was trained in. It was super, super important after I had done a lot of work on my mind to be in my body. But make no mistake about it. There are reasons behind why the really masterful psychologists, psychiatrists, and therapists are not on your health insurance plan all the time. That might start to change now. It's becoming easier and easier to run your own business and, and have, you know, provide this extra service. But if you do not respect the relationship with the provider or respect their time and respect how much their knowledge and wisdom is actually worth, and you're not willing to pay that, even if you do have the money, because that's usually what I see. People who do have the money are not willing to pay, pay for it. If that's who you are, then therapy and coaching are not right for you. And you're being called to a different path, and that's okay. There are so many different avenues of healing. Not everyone is supposed to start with therapy. I think this is, in Western culture, this is the easiest place to start because we're used to talking. But that might not be your path, and you have to honor and respect that, just like I am asking you to honor and respect the providers who are doing their best to meet your needs in a world where the systems really need to change. 
So I hope that you found this um, episode helpful and I hope that you found some useful information and I hope it, it, it helps you feel more empowered to go learn about what it is you actually have access to rather than allowing your emotions and your and your thoughts to dictate your decisions about who you work with. The minute that you open up and collect your own data about what it is you actually have access to is the moment that the, your life begins to change and you'll be able to listen to your intuition much better and find your way. But again, I encourage you to ask questions, but come prepared. Come prepared to participate in the conversation with the mental health provider so that it feels like a collaboration and a start of a healthy relationship. I'm prepared to talk to your coach if you decided that, hey, I have a deductible to me anyway, and this doesn't feel like the right avenue, and I'd rather work on my masculine energy and get things done right now and maybe later in the year I'll go and go back to using my health insurance. If you can do it and make conscious decisions like that, you're well on your way to making 2023 a really amazing and awesome year. Thank you for listening. If you would like some more information, please visit our website at www.drjenniferbrodes.com or reach out to Dr. Jenny on Instagram at her handle at Jennifer B. Rhodes, or feel free to send her an email at drjenny at drjenniferbrodes.com. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or have any questions about the information you heard in this episode, please do not hesitate to reach out. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. And if there's anything else that you need, please don't hesitate to reach out. Please also remember that the information in this podcast is for informational use only please go ahead and consult your medical team or any other advisors that you have regarding any questions about your mental health or anything that um, may have been triggered during this episode. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll look forward to connecting with you soon.